shoveling the slop of the villain into the trash can roll credits. Yes, that's that's how you do a good ending. Hopeless! Worthless! Now I'm looking straight up Eric Marner's nose holes, deep into them. If we have any listeners after this episode, I love you people. Just gonna cruise on to Facebook here for a little bit. Because I'm staring at you. I don't really want to look at that either. Leave it in. It's, it's, I deserve that. I deserve that goof. Check, checkity check. Is that working at least? Okay, that's... Okay. I'm gonna kill Skype and restart it. Just give me a couple minutes. Oh, I killed Skype, but I can still hear you. That's great. That's just... Wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, you're still there! It's, I mean, Skype is long gone, but you're still there. Oh, there you, uh, here you are in this other window. What's that? Huh. Perfect! No wavelengths on Eugene's recording. Oh, wait. Now Skype has decided to start itself again. I haven't started it, but here you are. Let's go ahead and kill that. Are you still there? Oh, good! I can't get rid of you. <laughs> I mean, you're still there. I've killed... It's gone. There's nothing. Skype is closed. Oh. Just just the icing on my week is, is computer problems with you now. Oh, and he's back! He's back! But you're not recording anything, so I'm just... <laughs> oh, my love. <laughs> oh, fuck this shit show. I'm going to restart this entire computer. Yeah. That's far more important than uh, Skype. So, all right. Get your shit together, and I'll try and fix this hog. I, you're still there! I've closed... What in the shit? <laughs> you have committed to this call, and I, well, I'm restarting now, so if you hang around through this, I'm gonna smash this computer. Please be gone. Are you gone? Oh, thank God. Eugene poltergeisting my computer. Oh, this is how it goes, folks. This is how it is. This is, uh... Yep, this is what we do. We deal with computer problems. Is, uh, it's not easy. Oh, it's frustrating. <laughs> hey, the wavelengths are there. Ooh, that's a good sign. No, and they're 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 all over the place too. Like they are they're clipping. Oh, I'm sure it's gonna. <laughs> all right, everybody. So oh. t- so to catch you up to what's going on is uh. Apparently, on the same morning, my computer decided that it's going to completely die. Eugene's mic decided that it no longer wants to function either. So, yeah, I'm now Skyping on my phone, which does not have enough battery life to get us through a show. I don't know what we're gonna do. I don't either. I, oh, and I, I'm my—it's just the internal mic on my MacBook. So, uh, yeah, the blue—the blue snowball decided to take it, take the the long road to hell. I guess this morning. <laughs> Can you at least make sure the mic is turned down a little bit so it's not 
If it's clipping all the yeah, time, I okay, I won't be able to fix that. Yeah, I turned it down. Okay, well, when we get to about 15% on my phone, this is going to have to go to just a phone call on the charger, because... What, can't you plug in your phone? No, and... I haven't been able to plug the phone in to charge it for a year. I have to lay it on the, flat on the thing. I have a... <laughs> uh... Technology! <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, this computer is fucked. It, it just, all it does is it, it, it starts to boot up and then it goes, huh, your computer needs to restart. And then it restarts and midway through the boot up, it's like, huh, now, now your computer needs to restart. This, this thing might just be going in the trash. Oh, along with my blue snowball. Oh my. Hey, and you know what? It's, it's been a trooper for literally almost 16 years now. Oh, and my wife just texted me. Sounds like your podcast is off to a great start. Oh, it's... <laughs> It's something. Oh, oh boy. Wow. <laughs> well, hopefully this computer... Yeah, what are the decide... odds that your computer and my blue snowball just quit working at the exact same time? Your PC ran to a problem, needs to restart. I'll restart it for you. <laughs> uh-huh. I tried every single input on my com- on my computer for my, for my mic, and it's like, no, 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 no. We are... This ship has sailed. The train has left the station. It's it's grown wings and flown off to the merry yeah, old land to the of Mike God. Netherworld. Yeah. Uh, I, great. This computer is going straight in the trash. It's going in the trash. It is dead. It's just restart, restart, restart. It's done. Wow. Oh, okay, boy. we're at thirty-seven percent. Hey, thirty-seven. Perfect way to start the show. Can you like? Can you turn the brightness or whatever way down on the phone so that <clears throat> I'm just kind of a murky blob? Hopefully that'll save some battery life. You're not going to get 90 minutes out of out of that bad boy though. Try here. I mean, I've already turned it down some, but oh, there you go. That's that's really dark, but that'll work. <laughs> not like I need to see your damn uh, face anyway. You don't need to see my Clark Kent curl anyway. Yep. It's oh, how the fuck are you? And what kind of mic will you be buying this <laughs> afternoon? <laughs> I good question. Yeah, as soon as we're done here, I'm going to be hopping on Amazon. Oh, uh, I can send you a link to the one that I got. I think you'll like it. Actually, please do. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, the the one that I got for Florida. I mean, you seem to be okay with that one. That was I'm okay with bucks. that one for a vacation microphone. Okay, not a full time right deal. Okay, but yeah, send me a link to. Uh, I will to the one that you've got. I will. Um. Well, I guess that this uh, this this thing that has always looked like a um, a spaceship from 2001 now will be a spaceship from 2001 when my boys start to play with it because it's a great looking toy. You're gonna cut the cord off, and here you go, boys. Yeah, just cut the here. Here's your spaceship. Fly it around, and then destroy it. And they will. Oh, they'll destroy it. The gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Let's see if this sounds any better. Through my uh, laptop mic versus my blue snowball. <laughs> there, there's my weekly haunt. Uh, and whatever he just did now has has made Skype get up? fucked up. Oh, he froze up. Why? Why, Eugene? <laughs> I'm pretty sure this show is done. <laughs> oh, there he's back! Huh? Quit pushing buttons. Quit doing things. <laughs> for fuck's sake. 
<laughs> Have we not got enough problems this morning? Oh. Oh. Uh. Oh, oh. My computer's wow. doing something. Oh, well. We'll see. Hey. Okay. <laughs> oh, how, how, how else are you or... How's, how's work? How's work been? Actually, it's been good. It's it's just been busy, which is fine, you know. Welcome to HP Recovery Manager. Get your computer back and running if it stops. <sighs> yes, maintenance tasks. Sure, sure. I don't. I can't see everything because I've got these little hookup things hanging over, so my phone can hang here. Whatever. Yes. I'm just at this point. I'm just pushing <laughs> buttons. Uh, see what happens. Experience option one. See what happens there. Do something. Okay. Uh, are you ready to move on to the roulette? Because fuck all this shit. Um, <laughs> yeah, work's, work's been super busy, but I mean, you know, the days go fast when you when it's like that. So that's better than when it's slow. Yeah. Are your kids feeling better? They're on the mend. They've, I mean, the flu and strep throat, and it's been. It's been great. It's great going back yep. to school after Christmas break and licking the petri dish. That's what that is. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, I think they're on the mend. Antibiotics and all that. You gotcha. and yours? Oh, uh, they're they're good right now. Um, a cat is inbound as of today. So later today, this this home goes up uh, one creature. So. <laughs> So that's for sure. I mean, you've already been tested. That is a done. Oh yeah, it's. I mean, she's wife's gonna be heading out to. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> awesome. Cool. Well, I'm looking forward to the next episode. Just meow, meow in the background. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you think my computer doesn't work good now, wait till the cat's walking all over it and <laughs> spraying its marking its territory all over my screen. I mean, it's fixed. Is it fixed? No, not yet. Not yet. <laughs> a boy or a girl? Boy. Now nah, it's a little better. Yeah. But, um, yeah, anyway, we're going through the different names, and we've got, of course, we're trying to stick with movie names, so... Yeah. We'll see. Lionel. I wanted to give it, like, a complete buffer Amish name. I thought that would have been hilarious, <laughs> but... Dale. <laughs> Call it yeah. Dale. Nel- Nelson. <laughs> oh, we got to get on with it. Um, uh, 35%. Uh, are you ready for the roulette? Uh, as ready as I'll ever be right now. Yeah, <clears throat> me too. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. Oh, and here comes some shit. <laughs> Here's where you would want to install the the toilet flushing sound. It's time to spin the wheel of the movie roulette. We dive in the ocean of cinema and try and find those gems in the rough. (laughs) I I should put that at the beginning of a really bad roulette. Because this is going to be, oh, this is the venom. The venom. Here we go. And on this episode of the roulette, it was closer to God up against Velocipaster, which you requested, and you're up first. Okay, Velocipastor. You're just, why? I mean, you got that whole time to type it in. You're like, I'll wait till right now. And I tried to type it in in Velociraptor. That's not it. That's not it. It's Velocir... 
Pastor. It's not, it's not coming up. Wait, there it is. There it is. Oh, there's the guy. There's the pastor of the movie. <laughs> um, I didn't... Did I recommend... Did I tell you to give me this one? I believe so. Uh, you sure you didn't just throw this my way? Let's pretend you did. Let's, uh, let's after just losing go his parents with you. Peace tri- no. Because <laughs> I don't even have access to this. This is on Amazon Prime. How yeah. do I even know? Uh, just reading reviews? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm really clicking on reviews of a loss of pastor. That, that totally sounds like me and not you on this show. Yeah, yeah, it does. Um, after losing his parents, a priest travels to China where he inherits a mysterious ability that allows him to turn into a dinosaur. At first, horrified by this new power, a hooker convinces him to use it to fight crime and ninjas. Uh, this actually sounds like it should be good. Uh, unfortunately, it is virtually unwatchable. It's awful. Just awful. Awful. Um, I think the budget was $35,000. I'm like, really? That's high. That's pretty, that's pretty high for this thing. Um, cover is the best part of the movie, uh, because it's actually cool. Uh, they actually kind of try to do a, oh, how do I say it? They, it seems like they were going for, um, slapstick comedy. Like they knew that they had no money and let's just make something, let's try to make a trauma movie. Except it's not a trauma movie. Uh, those are way better. Uh, I hated every single person in this movie. It made virtually no sense. Uh, zero special effects. Uh, awful. Just awful. I hated every character in the movie. Uh, hour and 15 minutes. It felt like five hours. And this movie is actually getting some positive buzz online. Like, oh, this is one of those party movies. Where No. Nope. There's nothing party about this movie. I would, I would hate this every bit as much watching this alone as I would have with a group of guys drinking. It was awful. Zero stars. Zero. There's That's officially the worst movie I've seen. That, well, wait. Yeah, I guess it would be considered the worst movie I've seen this year. Uh, this movie can rot in hell. There you go. Back to you. Zero. Okay, on my side, Closer to God. A genetic scientist successfully clones the first human being, uh, but... His work is soon threatened by a dark secret, a secret that threatens to destroy everything and everyone precious to him. Ah, what I watched stars Adam Driver, Shia LaBeouf, Robert De Niro, Tom Hanks, and Jamie Foxx in the Hollywood Reporter Roundtable on YouTube. It was uh, 50 minutes, and uh, that's what I watched while this was playing in the background. Um (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was really good. It was really interesting. Uh, a good mix of, of actors and, and comedians to, you know, and uh, from different generations of acting and cross-talking. And that was quite enjoyable. Quite enjoyable. Closer to God, on the other hand. I mean, uh-huh. just arguing and baby crying and then arguing around the baby crying, and then religious extremist protesters protesting against them making a clone. And and that was, that was, let's see, this thing's an hour and 21 minutes. That was an hour and 11 minutes of the movie was that. And then the last 10 minutes, it turns out that he had cloned something before, but it turned into a little mutant boy thing, and he kept it hidden at home. And then that thing was pissed because it didn't. He didn't spend any time with it. And then so he grabbed the little 
newborn and smashed its head against a wall and then killed it. And then he picked it up and he took it outside to the religious protesters and held it up and said, See, isn't this what you want? I guarantee you this is this baby is closer to God than any of you. Hmm. Roll credits. And and it was all shot like just fucking garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Trash garbage. Cursing your name while I'm watching this fucking horseshit. <laughs> oh, that was me watching Velocipaster. Yeah, I mean, you you wanted it. <laughs> That's not my fault. I actually do research. I actually do research and watch trailers and shit. Moving on to the next round of the roulette. You're up first. <laughs> Fucking bullshit. Um, okay, so all of these are on Tubi TV. Yeah, and if it happens next week, you're getting all commercials. <laughs> oh, I wish I'd feel bad for you. Somehow I don't. Um, but but I'm paying the punishment for your choices. <laughs> that's how. That's how. <laughs> that's how. That's, that's how, how it works, works in your sphere. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> um, l- it's also known as Lumab- l- Lumaba Ka Satanas. Um, so this is a Spanish movie. Uh, to fulfill his dead uncle's task and to save his kidnapped daughter, an ex-convict must go and fight a powerful but villainous magician. This fight would lead him eventually to a battle against Satan himself. <laughs> this show is just, it's just fucked. Um... <laughs> Uh, next up is Dark Breed. Now, this one here, I actually, uh, I watched this back when it was on, uh, Amazon Prime, and I quite liked this. So this is your safe pick. Uh, six astronauts are infected by an alien organism. This is the one where we, uh, there was a big long joke that we did about, uh, a lady was sitting in a, in a diner, and they would not make pizza for her, so she, so she was ordering everything that comes on the pizza. <laughs> That's this one. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's kind of genius. I'm like, huh. So Jack Scalia is in this. Have I not? I thought I watched that movie. Mm-mm, I don't believe so. That was mine. Which I thought it was, I thought it was really good for like lots of, ex- lots of explosions. <laughs> Carry on. Uh, aliens and yeah, Jack Scalia being just oozing machismo. Um, so there is that. Uh, and then lastly is the survivor. Uh, let's see here. Or, uh, from, uh, I'm going to guess it's this one. Oh yeah. Richard Mole is in this from, uh, Night Court. <laughs> the cover is great. Trust nobody. If you want to survive in hell, <laughs> the survivor, um, after mankind moved into space, the old planet earth has forgotten a polluted wasteland where only expelled. <laughs> prisoners should survive, and one of them is Tarkin, played by Xavier Deckley, or De- Deslia, or one of Capsule, whatever, it's post-apocalyptic th- stuff, something. 1998, it's got four critic reviews on IMDb, so it, it's a hit. Um, <laughs> Managed to capture that big name, Richard Maul, did they? Yeah, <laughs> Richard, you know who that is, right? Yes, and it's a kind of Move on. Just move on. <laughs> oh, that's it. That, there's your, there's your three winners. I, I would be happy. 
happy with all three of those. Oh, they, I mean, don't worry. That'll be coming your way next week. Ah, <laughs> uh, coming your way. Ape. I can't believe you haven't taken this yet. 1976. Yeah. I mean, it's like, all right, moving on. Mind gamers. <laughs> Obviously, this is a dumbass title, but I went and watched the trailer and the special effects were really fucking good, at least in the trailer. And it looked like it, uh, there were a good amount of them. It wasn't just, oh, five minutes at the end. Uh, brilliant okay. young students discover a breakthrough that could change humankind, but soon find themselves the subjects of a much bigger experiment. And lastly, Yamasong, March of the Hollows on Canopy. An automaton girl and a tortoise warrior embark on a, an incredible journey to defeat a sinister mechanized army. Their only hope is to team up with a band of outlaws to find a legendary relic and save the creatures of this world. This beautifully animated film features the voice talents of George Takei, Malcolm McDowell, Nathan Fillion, and Whoopi Goldberg and more. So it's an animated film that, so, uh, I don't know. It, it looked, looked good. Okay. Uh, the only one that I haven't watched the trailer for is Ape, but that's 1976 okay. and Giant Monster and that. Oh, would I love to have a roulette like that. Okay, uh, what do you want? <laughs> um, I'll take the Netflix, whatever. I'm like, that'll probably be my last, uh, actually, no, I, I think I'm going to be able to get, I found out that w the one that I watched half of last night would count for sci-fi, so I might, if I can get this roulette in today, I'll be able to count two more science fiction movies for the month. Right. I'm in the same boat. I I mean, these are all, these all count as sci-fi, right? Yeah. Yep. Okay. Dark Breed. I swear I watched that scene, sir. I'll take Dark Breed. That was a good movie. Like, that's one that I would easily buy on Blu-ray when it's, I'm sure at some point it's going to be released by one of my niche labels, but man, I liked it. I remember us talking about that scene, and I swear I watched that scene. I remember that scene. It was hilarious. Really? Like, I, I, I don't know. It was I, all, I don't only on Amazon Prime. Huh? It was only on Amazon Prime. At the, at the time it was. Now it's on Tubi. Maybe I went and watched it on YouTube, the clip of the... Well, I don't know. Whatever. Hey, this computer is totally dead. It's done in the trash. <laughs> in the trash. <laughs> uh, okay. Uh, next episode of the roulette, it'll be Dark Breed up against Mind Gamers. What awful, awful title! Absolutely awful. awful. Title. But I went to Instant Watcher and, and clicked Sci-Fi, and I was like, "This looks." I mean, that I see that title, I'm out. I'm out. That sounds like Netflix drivel. Eh, let's at least watch the trailer, and it looked pretty good. I mean, it looked like it had some money, and the special effects were cool, and like the camera angles, even in the trailer, you know, it looked like it had some talent. Yeah. Uh, who knows? It could be total trash, but it, a, it, I watched half the trailer and shut it off. It's like, I don't want to see anymore. Cool. Oh, good. That's, at the very least, even if it sucks, it's going to still count. Ah, <laughs> uh, okay. Let's move on to January Sci-Fi-a-thon part four. There will be a part five, but I'm sure it'll only be about two movies. Yeah. Uh, since we're recording on the 31st here. And when we left off, it was 44 to 35, and the last movie you reviewed was Sunshine. Okay, let me just... Uh, so, do we want to count Velocipastor as 36? Yes. Okay. Uh, I'm, I, let 37. Me, I'm just, yep, 37 is our magic number for this episode. Okay, so, Sunshine. So, so you're at 44 cur currently. Uh, 
Well, from last episode, yeah. Okay. Okay, first up for me is Food of the Gods. This is mice that are big, and um, I quite li- I enjoy this movie. Have you seen Food of the Gods? I haven't, but I think you talked about it before on the show. I've seen it numerous times now. It's ridiculous, and what makes this movie so funny is that it's uh, this feed makes makes animals huge, uh, and the way they pull off the special effects are obviously with miniature sets, and then they just plop a mouse in there, and hey, there's your giant. It's hilarious, but in a like this is comedy gold to me. Unlike Velocipaster, this is actually. Witty, like this is how you do a low budget movie and make it fun. Uh, it's kind of sort of a, I mean, I guess you could call it a creature feature, but it's nature run amok type thing. This is a little bit more of a PG rated affair, and the other one, the sequel, which is a lot more trashy, is uh, much more R rated and gory and whatnot. And I, I think I prefer the second one, but this is still for seventies creature feature type nonsense it's fine every time i watch it uh i laugh it's it's cool so there you go food of the gods cool uh and i've got a lot of rewatches on here that i've talked about plenty of times i'm not going to spend a lot of time on so i might move through some of these pretty quickly uh but first up is guardians of the galaxy 2 still continuing on with the, getting through the mcu with the wife and this is my first rewatch i've tried to rewatch it a time or two but then i would fall asleep and just not bother going back. And it wasn't a judgment of the film. I just had other stuff to watch, but this time sat and watched the whole thing. And I liked it quite a bit more than I did the first time. Quite a bit might be a little strong, but I I enjoyed it more than the first time. It's still got a couple of issues, but the special effects are so crazy good on everything in this. It just, and Kurt Russell's awesome. I just, it works. It works. I, I enjoy the hell out of it. Uh, then the next one for me would have been Closer to God. Okay. Uh, back to you. Okay, next up for me is Poseidon Rex. And we've got another sci-fi original here, uh, directed by the great Mark L. Lester. Um, starring Brian Krause, Anna McDaniel, Stephen... Okay, it's about... Um, a big dinosaur in the, the CGI dinosaur in the water and things happen and yeah, it's sci-fi, whatever. Uh, this is actually, this is another one that the first uh, 45 or so minutes, I'm like, this is actually kind of enjoyable. Uh, especially when they, like there's different, there's different tiers of these lame CGI creature features. And there's, especially when they, are filmed with good cameras and they're actually like on location. Like this looked like it was in Jamaica, I would guess. Uh, but like really good photography in the movie and moving at a good clip. And then it just seemed like towards the end, I'm like, they, they showed the, obviously they showed the CGI creature way too much. And then it just, it loses all of its, it's like, this is another one that could have been essentially could have been, a guilty pleasure if they would have just had good CGI effects, but they're just, it's like they double down on like, we have to make the CGI effects as bad as we possibly can for these. Cause if it would have been good CGI, this, this would have been a fun 80 minute movie. It still kind of sucks, but it would have been okay. So, eh. <laughs> uh, huh? I'll carry on. I just, I just... 
It would have been a good CGI movie. I mean, it still would have sucked, but it would have been okay. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm trying to justify the reasons for throwing hours of my life away on this stuff. Um, yep, there it is. Um, oh, Belize. It was filmed in Belize. There you go. So, okay, there you go. Nice. Oh, back to me. Uh, next up is The Black Hole. I love this movie still. It's still freaking awesome. And I know why it's got its haters and why people don't like it and whatnot, but I don't care because... You still like the trash Sorry. can cowboy robot, though? <laughs> I mean, he's an asshole, but what are you going to do? Yeah. You mean the bad one? No, the... the, or, the, oh, the oh, the good one. The, the, yeah, the good trash can robot that kind of talks like a oh, cowboy. Oh, fuck's sake! I'm trying to put on my fucking charger on this fucking piece of fucking shit. <laughs> Hopeless. Worthless! <laughs> now I'm looking straight up Eric Marner's nose holes. Deep into them. 28%. I mean, this is soon going to become a phone call. <sighs> oh, it's great. It's great. Black hole is awesome. Uh, fucking shit. I mean, seriously, it's got to be in the billions of the odds that my, my laptop dies the same day as your microphone. How is that even possible? I, I know. Uh, oh, and there was there, my computer wanted to do an update. By the way, I'm like, no, 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 we're not playing that game. Um, oh, I, the day before we're going to record, I go check for updates and get it, everything up to snuff. And I got this one up to snuff yesterday, with every with Windows updates and Skype updates and everything. And then I was like, you're good, we're good to go for tomorrow. Started up today. Nah, <laughs> we're done. Fuck you and your show. <laughs> Black hole, awesome. Uh, I rewatched Spider-Man: Homecoming. I, again, I'm. It gets a little better every time I watch it. Uh, back to you. Have you watched the Far From Home yet? Yes. Okay. Which one, one did you time. like better? Uh, I, I don't know. I think I'd have to rewatch Far From Home a time or two more to really say that. Really make a judgment there. Okay. I, they're about the same, but. I don't know. The Far From Home, the ending, everybody was like, ooh, and I was like, I hate that ending. I, I don't like that that tag at the end. Yeah, especially now that um, we might not even get any resolution there, right? No, they came together and worked something out, so there will be another one. Okay. <sighs> uh, Marvel drama. Next up for you. Uh, Empire of the Sharks from the director known as Mark Atkins. He makes his return to the Sci-Fi Month. Um, this stars John Savage, Jack Armstrong, uh, Thandi Sebe, um, lots of other actors in this uh, Waterworld. I, I, I'm, like, I'm watching this. I'm like, I, I just saw something almost exactly like this. And I think that was Shark Planet. This is Empire of the Sharks. So <laughs> you see how the thing... Does yeah, on a future Earth, ninety-eight percent of the surface is underwater, and a warload—it's just stupid fake sharks jumping through the water and 
red CGI. Yeah. I, what did I give it here? Uh, let me see. Oh, one and a half. Uh, yeah, Poseidon Rex was certainly better than that, which that's that's very, very faint praise there. But uh, yeah, if you want to know anything about Empire of the Sharks, I watched it all hour and 29 minutes of it. Um, oh, tagline says, Mankind just dropped down on the food chain. <laughs> God bless you, Asylum. Back to you. Unless you want to know more about the plot and how things shake down. I really down no, I'm, I'm warehouse. Full. I do recall towards the end there was a warehouse, uh, and I had to laugh because I'm like, oh, we've this is here we go with another warehouse thing with discussions. How do we, you know, did did it did it warehouse and let's let's get a lot of use out of this uh, out of this location. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Um. <clears throat> okay. Next up for me is Total Recall. Not the. Not the, the Total Recall, just Total Recall from 2012. I, I, It's another one of those movies that every couple years I'm like, eh, maybe I should give that one another chance. Maybe it'll be better this time. And each time I'm like, it's, it's okay. It's okay. It's not great. It's okay. But I still feel at the end of the day, like, you know, if you had just, changed a plot point or two and a couple of names, this could have been your wholly own new sci-fi adventure. Because they did enough different things from the original movie that all you gotta do is change a couple of things. It didn't even go to Mars, for fuck's sake. Just change a couple of little tiny things, and it could be a rando sci-fi movie. And and then I would have enjoyed it more. But because you're setting yourself to the standard of that movie, and you really touch on, oh, hey, remember the chick with three tits? Here she is again! You didn't have to... Just unnecessary. And that's how it all feels, is kind of just unnecessary. <laughs> did, uh... Did remind... Refresh my memory. Is that the one where they go down through the center of the Earth in the... the yeah. Elevator thing? Okay. The special effects... I recall the special effects were really good in that movie. Do they still hold up pretty good? They're fantastic. They're absolutely fantastic. On every I fi- flying I thought, car yeah. chase scene and... Yeah. The weapons and stuff. It was great. And I mean, you got Colin Farrell, who, through half the movie, I'm going, oh, you son of a bitch. I mean, in the same movie, you've shagged Jessica Biel and Kate Beckinsale. Like, you yeah. fucking prick. <laughs> <laughs> Lucky bastard. <laughs> uh, but uh, it's fine. And, and somebody who maybe didn't grow up with the original or didn't care about the original might love it. I, I don't know. It's, it's perfectly serviceable, I guess. But it's the genericness of it, it, it kind of takes away from everything. Okay. And Black Panther. Rewatch that one. Still good. Doesn't, um, for some reason, Total Recall, the, the remake, Total Recall, kind of is in the same ballpark as Robocop remake. It is. Uh, it, they look good. They're well acted. They have, they're fine for what they are, but it shouldn't be called Robocop. It shouldn't be called Total Recall. They should just be their own thing. Right. Or, but it, it, it's like they, tried to hit on all the things that made the originals great and and whiffed on all the points. All the things that really made them great, they kind of dodged, went left of. And eh, let's not really have a guy with a alien mutation stomach body reading palms. We'll just eh, we'll just sidestep that. That that kind of really out there weirdness is what made that movie cool. Yeah, it did. Uh, so eyes popping out and Yeah. Yep. <laughs> 
Was that was that movie rated R or was that PG thirteen? I feel like that was PG thirteen. I'm not sure, and I, I think I watched the director's cut of it this time, and I can't tell a difference. Was there a minute added in there somewhere? I don't. Oh, I, I didn't notice anything. Okay. And I hate that. I hate it when you go to a director's cut and you don't notice anything new. Yeah, that I know. Me. That, which is a sales ploy to yeah. Which unlike Doctor Sleep, which has like what forty minutes of new stuff in it or whatever, now that's going to be a director's cut. Mm-hmm. Next up for you. Horror Express from 1972. I really like this movie. I've seen it numerous times. Peter Cushing and Christopher Lee and Telly Savalas are in this. Uh, This is a, uh, oh, it's in early 1900s. Um, They're on a, it's all set on a train. This qualifies sci-fi, huh? Oh, yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, They're transporting an alien creature thing uh, that... That sucks your brains dry or something or other. It, it lives off of your brains and it's just, the creature is cool and it's, it's, I think it's, well, it says it's here, it's rated R, but, um, it's really unsettling. Like whenever, like all the creature does is just stare into your eyes and then that drains your brain and then your eyes turn to like hard boiled eggs or something. And it's, ugh, it's just kind of early seventies creepy, weird. Um, but, yeah, I, mean, I can't believe the budget of this thing was supposedly $300,000. Now, granted, back in 72, that would probably equate to, what, maybe a couple million dollars now? Uh, but 72, that probably would be about 10 to 15 million. Okay, so, uh, but it, it it definitely feels a little bit more like a lower budget movie. It's not a Hammer movie, and but it, it feels like a Hammer movie too, but it was good. I really liked this movie. I've seen it, yeah, numerous, numerous times. Um uh, oh, I kind of feel like there was a couple things in there that I think that Ridley Scott may, may have even used in uh, Alien. Oh, yeah, so, definitely. So I just think that's cool. There you go. Back to you. Yep, I dug it too. Uh, next up for me is Scorpio 1. A disaster on Space Station Scorpio 1 leaves all the crew members dead. CIA sends one of its crack agents, Jared Stone, into space with a team of five elite rangers to investigate. Jeff Speakman. Ooh. Ah, <laughs> uh, wandering around hallways and stages and punching sometimes and conversations about what we should do next. And I watched it. It counts as a sci-fi movie. It sucked. Uh, Moon Base from 1997. The most dangerous criminals in the universe escape from the off-world penitentiary and stow away to the quiet moon base waste disposal plant, hidden beneath the lunar surface. Lies a continuing summary that is coming very... Arsenal of nuclear warheads. The inmates passport home to Earth. And moon base commander John Russell launches a desperate fight to save his crew from a force capable of laying waste to an entire planet. And this was much more sitting at computer banks of glowy buttons, and occasionally a satellite would shoot some rockety things, and it's a who's who of sci-fi-ness, sci-y, S-y, F-y, sci-fi-ness from 97, when... you know? Okay, 97. You, you know the era, you know that era. Yep, oh, I do. No, thank you. 
You know, that, I, I couldn't tell you the difference between that or Scorpio one watched both pick a scene. Tell quiz me, which one was from which movie? No clue. No idea. Uh, back to you. Uh, next up for me, mega time squad. I came across this on Amazon prime thought, but science fiction, let's go for it. Uh, it's kind of time crimes, but a comedy. So, uh, I, Boy, I really wish you could watch this movie because I think that you would like it more than I did. I liked it. Uh, I thought it was it was entertaining. It was funny. The characters are like this is how you do a low budget comedy, right? Um, I don't want to spoil too much of this movie, but Time Crimes is the best thing I can think of. I, I guess it's the character. There, there's multiple there's multiple versions of the main character and. It's it's cool. Uh, it's nothing award winning or groundbreaking, but it was still quite good. So I gave it. I think I gave it. Yeah, three stars. Never never was bored. Moved fast. Uh, if it ever comes to Tubi TV or Netflix, maybe I want you to give it a watch. And it's New Zealand too. So there you go. That was a thumbs up for me. Mega Time Squad, especially after well, Horror Express was good, but uh, I think that oh, after the next one. Then I'm like, okay, now I am officially done with sci-fi. The S-Y-F-Y. So you'll hear about that review in a couple minutes. Back to you. Good Lord. We lost Eric now. Oh, this... uh... Yep. <clears throat> the audio is going to be awful on my end, and <laughs> oh yeah, I think his phone died. <laughs> oh yes, so much fun here. Unless he just blew up, like. Literally, he just exploded and... Uh, it's going to cruise on to Facebook here for a little bit. Um, UFO Farewell Tour hits Cleveland on February 16th. I'm not sure who UFO is. Uh, let's see here. Yep. Um, hey, Trump's border wall. Starting to fall down, I guess, or something. Um, oh, there he is. Hey, welcome back. I'm just scrolling through my Facebook, killing some time. Hello? Oh. I mean, apparently when I get a phone call, it just is, Skype just goes bye-bye. It's like, you got a phone call now. That's what you're doing. I couldn't hear you. I couldn't hear nothing. It was like, I guess I'm taking this phone call. (sighs) Sorry how many? How, what's the percent? What's the percentage on your phone now? Uh, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay, let's keep. So we got about. On. Uh, we'll say two percent until this becomes a phone call. <laughs> oh, great. Um. So, what, anything after Mega Time Squad? Nope, that was it. I just was rambling about Facebook and just nothing. I mean, if we have any listeners after this episode, I mean, any. Oh, if it doesn't just it's... drop straight to zero, I love you, people. Yeah. You're you're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this this is the the forty nine cent Raymond noodle package of podcasts right here. 
I, I I'm gonna ups- unsubscribe from this show after this episode. <laughs> Judas. Next up is Terminal Force, a.k.a. Galaxis. Legend says that the sacred crystal is the source for all life and was created at the beginning of time. Kyla has sought the crystal to use its powers for himself. Himself? Kyla's a dude? Kyla is a dude. Eh, alright. And he takes the crystal and things happen. Starring Bridget Nielsen and Richard Mall. That's Kyla. <laughs> Are you serious? Yep. Perfect. And Perfect. some guy named Fred Asparagus. Awesome. Mm. And Sam Raimi's in there. He pops up. Yep, I remember that. So pretty good? Uh, yeah, this is at least decent trash. This is at least entertaining trash, as opposed to the last couple movies I watched. This one was like, okay, yeah, I see what you're trying to do there. It's amusing. And Bridget Nielsen running around in skimpy clothes and pew, pew, of course. pew, pew. And it counts. There you go. Back to you. Ice Sharks from 2016. Group of scientists, blah, 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 research facility, sharks. um, There's reasons why there's sharks in the ice. Um, This is another one of those, I mean, for Asylum sci-fi, it's not good. But for them, it's good, if that makes sense. Like, it's, it's very watchable if you're having to watch science fiction movies and it's like, well, this is an hour and 25 minutes. Uh, cinematography is once again good. Um, Jenna Parker's in this. Uh, Clarissa Thibault. Travis Lincoln Cox. Um, Edward DeRuiter is in this. Um, another one where if the CGI effects would have been outstanding, this would have been like, oh, that's Okay. Um, as it is, it's still, I guess, okay. So I'm not sure what I'm trying to say. I, it, yeah. <laughs> oh, there actually, there was one time where one of the CGI sharks, it actually bites a guy's leg off and they actually used like, no, obviously when his leg got bit off, it was CGI. But then when you see him laying there in the snow or the ice or whatever, I'm like, oh, they actually have fake, real fake blood on there and they are stump. So it's like, oh, they took the time to give me a real prosthetic effect there. So Extra half star. <laughs> the bar is so low. Go ahead. Oh, next. Oh, that's the. Uh, oh, that. Oh, you want another one? I mean, I'm I'm burning through my list, and I've got a bunch of rewatch stuff coming up. So you might. I mean, you said you watched a ton of shit, right? Yes, I did. Uh, you might want to start double and tripling up here. Okay, so here we go. Now we're on to some good stuff. Um, Last days on Mars. Uh, this is uh, Liv Schreiber. Starred movie from 2013. Uh, I really like this movie. Basically, this is uh, Zombies on Mars. Uh, man, this was a good movie. It was well acted, very, very well shot. Well, I, it felt like the budget of this thing was decent. Uh, GBP, $7 million. So this is obviously uh, UK-Ireland production. So I'm not sure what that translates to American dollars. But it, it was... If it was very low budget, it was made extremely well to where they covered that up. The zombies were legitimately creepy, I guess, if they're infected by an alien parasite thing. But uh, they were really well done as as far as their actions and whatever. The ending was great. Down, kind of a downbeat ending. Big thumbs up. That was a good movie. I quite liked that. That uh, That's what I was wanting more of in 
the sci-fi months. Instead, I was being forced to watch Asylum garbage. Back to you. Forced. Forced. Yeah. Uh, uh, let's do <laughs> Avengers 4 and 5, since I rewatched those. Infinity War, still good. Endgame, still good. I still have the same issues with them. It Tony Stark turns into a very weird asshole somewhere along the line here, and aggressive and mean and not snarky and funny like he used to be. He's now just angry and bitter and fascist. I don't I, I don't know why he went that way, but oh, we can't have a suit around the world because of our precious freedoms. Yeah, it's called freedom. <laughs> uh, but uh yeah, they are what they are. They're still good. I still enjoy them. Endgame leaves a leaves the MCU in a weird place. I I'm not really sure if they're ever going to get back to topping that. Do you think they have enough, they can build up enough with another villain that they can ever get back to that kind of emotional connection? I mean, I, I, it's impossible to say at this point, obviously. And one day we might go through and watch all of Phase 1, 2, 3, and then watch Phase 4, 5, 6 and be like, no, they did it. They They were able to recapture that kind of strength, but I just find it hard to imagine. But that's probably why I'm not in Hollywood making movies, because I find it hard to imagine. <laughs> yeah. I'm looking forward to the next wave of MCU movies. I am too. Back to you. Europa Report, uh, another 2013 science fiction movie. This is kind of the tail end of found footage, uh, and which, is, which is what this is. Uh, another really solid movie. Have you seen Europa Report? Yes. But Quite good. I look they, it up. They, uh, this actually has um, the guy from District 9, uh, Charlotte Copley. Copley. Uh, I really like him, and he's really good in this. Um, th- the found f- footage aspect of this works really, really well, and how it's pieced together, how you see this mission slowly going bad. Uh, but yeah, still, I remember this. Oh yeah, I remember this. This is good. Michael Nyquist. Yeah, very good. Uh, quite liked this movie. Uh, it felt again. This is how you do low budget, right? Because uh, it, it didn't seem like it had a huge budget, but the money it, it was spent where it needed to be. Uh, good movie. I really liked it. Uh, I. Rewatching some of these older found footage movies, though, I'm, I can tell I'm, I'm over the found footage genre for at least for a little while. This one here worked for what it was, but eh, I'm not planning on getting a stack of old found footage movies out and going through those again anytime soon. Yep. I agree. I see Eric's hand, a wall. His wedding band. Uh, I see his 19%. wedding band. We're at 19%. <laughs> I'm trying to rig up something. with. Now he's gone. <laughs> and my headphone jack keeps popping out. <laughs> oh, now I see his chest. Oh, man, this show. Oh. Just focus on your shit. Review another movie. <laughs> I'm trying to get this um, charger... Uh, Deep Star Six. 
gave this one another watch. And every time I watch this movie, I think I give it four stars every single time because I think this movie is so much fun. 1989, it's certainly not top tier stuff, but it's, it's a Sean S. Cunningham movie. Um, I think that the cast are all likable and they work well together. Uh, this is essentially a just, yeah, an underwater alien movie. They do things they shouldn't underwater. They blow up a cavern or whatever and out pops this big rubber crab creature. <clears throat> um, it doesn't really get all that gory till, till towards the end. And honestly, this movie, um, uh, if they would have just gone with, um, that they're trapped underwater in this this oil rig thing, whatever, underwater, and not even had an alien. I think that this would have still been a perfectly fine science fiction movie. Uh, the added creature was fine. I liked it. It uh, it looked, you know, prosthetic, rubber, cool for that time period. Uh, not as good as some of the other underwater creature features, but man, I really, really enjoy this movie every time I watch it. Um, thumbs up. And it, I believe it has the same uh, composer, Harry Manfredini, uh, from Friday the 13th. So it has a little bit of that Friday the 13th type music going on. Good movie. Thumbs up. And back to you. Okay. Next up for me is uh, from 1985, The Stuff. And, oh, oh, Eugene, I, I love this movie. I, every, I remember <laughs> the first time I watched this movie, uh, my family was watching some Disney shit in the living room and the only other TV in the house was a 12 inch, nine inch black and white, uh, sitting in the kitchen. And I would throw a blanket on the round dinner table and crawl up there and sit and watch something else and uh, that's the first time i watched the stuff and it freaked me out and it's still a freaky movie i i freaking love this movie it's so good it's so weird it's so cheesy it's meant to be comedy horror sci-fi as it is listed on imdb but oh man i i just dig the hell out of this movie larry cohen has he made anything else i like you know that name don't you yes he's done q the winged serpent uh, it's Good. alive. Uh, I believe a couple others. Um, I liked him. I like his style of directing and his quirky humor. And that there's that guy that's in, he's in the stuff and he's in Q the Winged Serpent. And he's just kind of an asshole. But uh, do you know who I'm talking about? Uh, the, the main the, guy the in main the stuff. Guy? Yeah. 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 I really like him. He's just reminds me of Bill Burr a little bit. Nice. Uh, Black Caesar. I've got that on the shelf. I've been meaning to watch. It's Alive. God Told Me To. It Lives Again. The Stuff. It's Alive 3. A Return to Salem's Lot. Wicked Stepmother. The Ambulance. Masters of Horror. Hmm. Anyway. I believe he passed uh, away not, uh, not that long ago. March 23, 2019. Yeah. Wow. Okay, back to you. Next up, Leviathan. We're just going to keep on rolling with the underwater creature features. Uh, George P. Cosmatos directed this. Peter Weller, Richard Crenna, Amanda Pace. Great movie. Another 
Great underwater 80s creature feature. Special effects done by Stan Winston. I believe that there was some some uh, behind-the-scenes issues with this movie, but I honestly really couldn't tell by watching the movie. It moves at a good pace. Uh, really good special effects and sets, and it felt like a big-budget movie, which I'm assuming, yeah, $25 million. for Back in 89, that's pretty good. Uh, it's, yeah, big thumbs up. I... I gave this the same score as I did Deep Star 6. I think that I like Leviathan a little bit better than Deep Star 6, but they're both right there. And I, I like them both for different reasons, I guess. But uh, Peter Weller is just – he's just cool. I, he makes a great RoboCop and he makes a great grizzled underwater captain. He elevates everything. He does. He's I, His voice uh, – yep. Good stuff. When was the last time you watched Leviathan? Uh, it might have been a year or two now, but I've seen it many times, so I'm very familiar with it. I, it's yeah. the thing underwater. Yep. Nothing wrong with that. Okay, uh, a couple rewatches. Captain Marvel is decent. Uh, Riddick 3. I wish he would have given this one a subtitle. I, I hate that whole thing of... Whatever those few years there where it's like, now we're making the next movie in the series of sequels and it's just going to be their name. Rambo. Mm-hmm. Riddick. Just, come on. Especially when you've pretty much given all the other ones subtitles. It's Riddick. Uh, what's the first one called? <laughs> pitch Black. No, Pitch Black, then Chronicles of Riddick, then Riddick. Right. It, and it should be... Riddick, Pitch Black, Riddick, Chronicles Riddick, Riddick, something. And in between there was yeah. the animated thing. Yeah. Uh, but I, and as I've said before on the show, I kind of go back and forth with each viewing of this. I, I, and the last time I was kind of down on it, and this time I'm, no, that is really damn entertaining. And my dogs loved this movie. They, they were all sitting rapt attention because, you know, oh, because he's of got the big that dog. dog creatures. <laughs> yeah. And every now and then, roof, roof, roof. And they're, they all popped up, ears up. They were watching. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Dave Batista is in that, isn't he? He is. Yep. I like him. I th- and he was good in it, too. Yep. And everybody dies very, very bad deaths. Uh-huh. <laughs> Ugly. <laughs> David Toy needs to make another one of those. Oh, it's been greenlit. That's why I hit play on this one, because they're making another one. Oh, Excellent. Yeah. They might even be shooting that. I, I'll check into that. I, I I remember hearing the news story, but I wasn't sure where they were at. I love that Vin Diesel, he just like, he, there are certain things that he just wants to do, and that's what he's going to do. He wants to be in a bazillion Fast and Furious movies and make Riddick movies. Good. Do more of and that. The tra- trailer for that drops today. Oh, I can't wait. Did you see the teaser? Uh, you know, I didn't watch it because I'm like, uh, I'm not going to watch this. I'm going to wait for the I'm going to wait for Friday, so I haven't seen it yet. Riddick 4 script is done. Now, see, look, oh. The Riddick 4 script is done just in case anyone other than Vin Diesel wants to see it. Get fucked. Ugh. Slash film. I hate fucking people like that. You're just hating. Yeah. Why not, why not just ignore it instead of giving it attention? The only reason you're giving it attention is because it'll get you clicks, you fucking cunt. You yep. know, you know, that's why you're even writing an... Oh, such okay, bullshit. next up for me. 
Um, Outland from 1981. This is the Peter Hyams movie with Sean Connery and Peter Boyle, and this is a good movie. It is very much of its time, but it it works as a... I don't know, for some reason this movie almost felt like a western in space. There, yeah. Here's the sheriff, and here's the... Here's the the kind of uh, the kind of scummy guy that runs the town behind the scenes, and here's all the here's all the cannon fodder that's going to get shot up, and it's good movie. I like that he makes friends with this grizzled nurse lady there. She just sounds like she's been chain smoking for her like her entire life, and Doctor Lazarus. Um, yeah, it was a good movie. I it's not one that I I think I've watched it. This was my second viewing, maybe third. Uh, it's not one that I just I have to see this every couple of years, but it's good for what it is. Um, good action, suspense, sci-fi, sci-fi. Back to you. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm staring at your wall, so I can't see your face. So it's just I'm just kind of ah. Well, there you are. Hey, guy. <laughs> I, I've got you on the charger, and I'm still losing the battle. I'm at seventeen percent. It's still dropping. Yeah. So I'm going to see if I can get Skype on this computer, but this computer doesn't have a camera, so we might have audio at least. But it, other than that, the show's going to end in a few minutes, uh, the way this is going, just so you know. Unless well, I can get what, Skype so, on this computer. Huh? So you can't, I mean, what if you just turn off the Skype video on your, or do you want to just call me on your cell phone? And I, I still think it's going to be going backwards. Oh lordy! <laughs> so it's still it's charging, but it's still dropping. It's on the charger. It's charging, but it's still it's slowed. But uh, I'm gonna see if I can get <laughs> Skype on this computer, and then we could at least get audio through that. Okay. Um, but until then, Runaway from 1984. I haven't seen this movie in quite a while. In the near future. A police officer specializes in malfunctioning robots. Tom Selleck brings all his mustache power to fight Gene Simmons, evil hacker, with Kirstie Alley. And, yeah, it's an interesting film, and it counts, and it's fun, and it's 80s. Um, It's not good, but it's interesting. Brings up some good talking points, as Michael Crichton tends to do, and he's the director and writer, which I did not know until I... Yeah, tell this viewing. The robots in this are just hilariously bad. It's it's the black boxes rolling around, and they've got a red light, green light, yellow light, beep boop boop boop. Like they're they're less technically developed than Chopping Mall, in my opinion. Mm, <laughs> ouch. Yeah, but it's still funny to watch them run around. Uh, not I shouldn't say that. Not all of them. Some of them are kind of cool, but they're like literal spidery things with six legs. And they jump on you and stab you with acid in your neck, and then they explode and you burn. <laughs> and at the end, it sprays acid on Tom Selleck's face. But not at any part that matters, just his cheek, so he's still oh. devilishly handsome with that mustache. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. I've only watched that movie one time on VHS so many years ago, I, I remember almost nothing of it. Well, you should check it out again. You might really come to like it, you know, because it's so 80s. Yeah. Okay. 
Um, okay, next up for me is Biohazard from 1985, directed by Fred Olin Ray, uh, starring Aldo Ray, because it's a family affair. Um, uh, an alien, and by alien I mean a kid in a rubber suit uh, running around with with big lobster claw type things, uh, does things, and then lots of talking in rooms with with computer screens and uh, telepathy and uh, boring. Oh, boring. But at the very end, uh, the love interest is like, uh, doesn't really matter, but there's a... Uh, maybe is it Aldo Ray? Uh, whoever it is, whoever the, the main hero of the movie and this buxom blonde lady. Uh, you think the movie's going to be done and then uh, this lady, she rips her face off and there's like a little screaming alien head inside her head and then he looks at the camera and says oh i guess we're done i'm like now that gives me an extra half star i like that that they're like yep this movie is trash but you know what it kind of broke the third wall and just yep we're done like "Eh, kind of funny (laughs) oh lots of lots of scenes of like a military truck driving down the desert road and then talking inside the truck and then back into a room where there's beep, boop, beeps, computers and d- discussing things about a little kid in an alien rubber suit. And, oh, it was awful. But I own the Blu-ray that's autographed by Fred Owen Ray. <laughs> wow. Just wow. Oh. Yep. Okay, back to you. <laughs> okay. Let's try and switch this over here. Okay. Hang on one sec. I'm going to see what I can do here. Hello? Oh my goodness. Do we actually have... Can you hear me? I can. Hang on a sec. Still hear me? Yep. Hey, come on now. Check, check. Check, check. That is not what I want. Hold on a sec. Why are you coming out of this speaker? Hello? Oh, boy. (laughs) (laughs) Oh. Hold on. All I'm seeing is there's a Skype window. You're not going to see anything. I got no video. Just hold on a sec. All I see is my face that looks way too old. Just, uh, it's just added insult to injury for this show. There just, we go. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. And I'm just here. Okay, I got it set. I had to I had to switch the Skype speakers. To, it was on the other thing, so it was coming through. Okay, we're good to go. Yeah. So I'm not going to be seeing you, huh? No, no, I don't have a camera on this. I'll try and get one, but... Can you see me? Oh, no. I guess, no. no. no, (laughs) Well, hey, at least the sound is better. I should be able to see you, though. What the hell? Is your camera on? Yeah. Well, oh, yeah. No, I don't. I don't think that um, it's it looks here like um, like it recognizes that your that yours does not have. But it still should put yours up. That'd be a great show, wouldn't it? I can just see you and you can't see me. You're just floundering oh. in the dark. Yeah. 
Oh, now I've got to stare at myself for the next... Oh, ugh. You shouldn't have to. Uh, Click on my picture. Because I'm staring at you. I don't really want to look at that either. Let's just keep rolling. Just minimize it. Put it down in the corner. Oh, because oh, it's just... Oh, all I see is just receding hairline and wrinkles and crow's feet and just angry. <laughs> hey, my phone's charging. Oh, no. <laughs> See, we're, we're looking at the positives. That's right. That's right. Okay. Where the fuck were we? Oh, I reviewed a Fred Olin Ray joint. Biohazard. Up. I got two left. Oh, really? So okay. you, do you have a, a bunch? Yep. I got a lot. <laughs> okay. We're turning it over to Eugene. Go for it until you have two left. Okay. Metamorphosis, the alien factor. I have watched this movie so many times. Uh, God bless you, Glenn. Taka Jian? Um, sure. A uh, virus from outer space. Uh, basically, it's set in the hospital, and it is so gory. It's, it's great. Uh, these two sisters are investigating the death of their dad in this hospital, and there's a shady guy that's overseeing things, and cops, and scientists, and little rubber creatures, and it's, it's really, really gory. I cannot believe this has not gotten a Blu-ray release because this just feels like a cult classic uh, in the making. I still remember when I was working at the Video Connection in Millersburg and he would get these magazines with, you know, hey, buy these movies that are coming out. And this was one of them. I'm like, dude, you've got to buy that movie. It will rent just for the cover alone. And he he did. And uh, ooh, I got my grimy little hands on that thing and watched that DVD no, actually VHS, over and over and over. Great movie. It's, it is on YouTube, so I highly suggest you check it out because I bet you'd like it. It's, it is good. Okay. Uh, okay, next up is Life Force. Toby Hooper, uh, Canon. I love this movie. I know that you kind of had some issues with the pacing, but man, I love this movie, the, especially the extended cut of this. It's almost two hours and I, I'm not bored. I, Space vampires that suck the life force out of people and then they turn into these crunchy, gross, like overcooked uh, zombie things that explode. It's great. (laughs) Um, Naked lady walking around for most of the movie and um, lots of the ghost-bustery light effects that they they use in this are quite good. I love that type of effect where there's a, these, I think poltergeist use it too, to where these, there's these different colored lights that are just kind of hovering in the air and it's really cool. But I am a big, big fan of life force. It just felt like Canon was like, here you go, Toby Hooper, here's all sorts of money, do whatever you want. And he did, and it didn't do good, but boy, is it, it's, it's out there. A Canon movie not doing good. What? Yeah, yeah, surprise, surprise. I like all the trashy parts of that movie. I just felt like there was a big detective movie in the middle, and it was, come on, guys, you're not, you're not this. Uh, yeah, there was, there, there was, yeah, lots of detective work, and, um, yeah, Captain Picard is in there, he's, he does his thing, but, yep, good, good movie, I quite liked it. Uh, next up is The Maze Runner. Oh, nice. Yeah. Finally watched this, and I am happy to report I quite liked this. I... Uh, at first, it started out shaky to where I'm like, uh, it's all, it's one, of, and I know it's a young adult movie. 
but it felt young adult where where are these kids and we're living in this little village and trying to act like adults and that but once I got past that uh and it really got into the the big story arc or whatever I really liked it and uh, Dylan O'Brien I believe is his name mm-hmm. he is a good actor uh, he holds that movie together um uh, Spoiler for coming soon, but American Assassin is hitting Netflix, I believe, this month at some point, and you can look for that on the next roulette. I've got the Blu-ray on my shelf, and that was a damn good movie, so that'll cool. probably okay. be coming your way. All right, but um, I I really liked the spider creature things, the robotic spider creature things. I thought those were really cool. Um, ended on a good cliffhangery note. I'm not sure if I should dive into the other two, though. They're a lot longer, and this one here, from what I'm hearing, is the best of the bunch. Pretty much, in my opinion. But it's okay. up to you. I mean, you could do far worse. I mean, did, yeah. you, did you watch it with the wife? Oh, uh, the first half, and... Uh, nah. She was not interested? No, busy watching the marriage story. So... <laughs> Next up? Yep. Uh, <laughs> next up is Planet of the Vampires. This is the Mario Bava movie. Uh, I've watched this numerous times, and I uh, every time I watch it, I, I'm amazed at just how much Ridley Scott took from this movie to make Alien. Uh, big, big, skele- like, creature, like, a big creature skeleton and the, a derelict spaceship that has kind of got a curved body look thing going on um, where where really Scott deviates from this one is his actors are not dressed uh, in black rubber uh, suits that look straight out of some sort of triple X-rated porn movie uh, <laughs> unlike here that oh they look awful oh their costumes are awful and hilarious and very very Italian uh, good movie and it ends uh, it ends on a great downbeat note uh, I thought this movie was quite good. I really liked it. Uh, especially the Blu-ray, it looks really good. And as with Mario Bava movies, this one here is very, like, lavish colors and whatnot. And, ah, uh, it's very Italian. Very good. <laughs> uh, okay, then we, then we drop down a couple notches to Incredible Melting Man. Uh, this one here I reviewed way back in the day in the early years of our show and this is one where I believe we use one of the intros where the guy's head is just kind of flowing down the river oh that one yeah Yeah, that's the one yep goes over the waterfall and Uh, I still like that and I still when I watched it this time I I laughed to myself I'm like oh this takes me back to the good old days of the early days of our show Um, however the movie is not that good it's just yeah a guy melting and running around killing bad actors and a general and a scientist or whatever, lots of talking and discussing and, and hunting for the guy and uh, downbeat ending, which I quite like. Actually, spoiler alert for those of you that are not into the Incredible Melting Man or have no interest in seeing it, he finally just melts into this just glob of mush uh, beside a trash can. <laughs> this, this this guy just, uh, this uh, like um, janitor type guy just comes over and sees this just pile of gross on the ground beside a trash can. He just goes and gets a shovel and just starts kind of shoveling it into the trash can and then roll credits. I'm like, ah, oh, you not sure how better you can end a movie than that. That's just, 
shoveling the slop of the villain into the trash can roll credits. Yes, that's that's how you do a good ending. It reminds me of the street trash. Is that the one where they're drinking the booze and blowing up? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So anyway, uh, the acting in this is, uh, especially there's this grandma and grandpa in the movie, and their acting is, oh, it's so bad I almost fast-forwarded it, but I'm like, no, 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 you, you suffer through that. And this is no, no fast-forwarding for you. Uh, next up is The Rift from 1990, starring Jack Scalia, my man, and Arlie Ermey, Ray Weiss. This is J.P. Simon's movie. He also directed Pieces, which is awesome. Um, this is like, if you would put this in a tier of like, uh, all of those underwater creature features, it would be the abyss, then Leviathan, then, uh, deep star six, and then the rift. The rift is way down that list as far as quality. Like we're, we, we have a little toy submarine floating in a bathtub. That's our, that's our underwater scenes, but once the gore hits, it is just really like all the money was spent on the gore effects, which I okay, sign me up. I'm I'm great with that. You can tell that uh, that uh, I'll just call him JP. You know, JP. Yeah. Um, I really like that. Uh, you could tell that he was like he he was telling Arlie Ermy just just do you do what you did in Full Metal Jacket, just be that guy again. So he's that guy, but a lot more lame. <laughs> um. Yeah, it's great, and yeah, Jack Scalia is just—he's—he's he's a stud, all right. Um, his hair is just yeah, very feathered and nineties, early early nineties, well, original yep. ninety. Yep. Um, oh, and the the creature when we finally see it, it looks like a really big vagina on a wall. In a Man, you are underwater. selling this movie fucking hard. Oh, it's—I I love it. I think it's great. <laughs> it's just. Oh, it's ridiculous. And there's, I mean, they're underwater in a submarine for stupid reasons. There's another submarine that they have to rescue and uh, army, what, it doesn't matter. Just get to the special effects. Uh, good stuff. Okay, next up. Oh, my uh, God. I mean, I got to go to work. Let's go. <laughs> uh, Piranha from 1995. I believe that you watched this. This is Joe Dante. Oh, Actually, yeah. this is the opposite of Joe Dante. This is Roger Corman's remake of the... 1978 Joe Dante one. Um, very 90s. Um, Mila Kunis is in this as a little girl that hates the water or is scared of the water. I don't think I've seen this remake. Uh, it, you know, it's bad. I didn't know but, it existed. Yeah, 19, 1995. Actually, it's on Tubi TV if you're interested. Oh, I, I will. Uh, William Cat is in it. The great William Cat. Um yeah, it's it's basically it's the nineteen seventy eight Piranha movie, except uh run through the nineteen nineties low budget made for TV shitter. So if that sounds like something you're interested in, give her a watch. I mean it actually it's not terrible, but the original is better. Next up is <laughs> it's Turbo Kid. Let's give that one another rewatch. And my issues with that movie remain. I, I like it, and I liked it better the second time than the first time. I love how incredibly gory it is. They um, I, I found the the 80s synth stuff. At first, it was kind of cool. Then I'm like, eh, nah, now you're getting to be too neckbeardy for me with that. And I hated the Jar Jar Bings character of this movie, which is the white-haired robot girl that... Oh, over- I loved her! Nah. 
he's happy all the time. Uh, no, no. <laughs> oh, Captain <sighs> Angry over here. Yeah, and she's got little hearts on her arm that when they go away, it's her. Yeah, I get it. It's a Nintendo game or whatever. Having said that, though, I still – it was gory and it was well shot and whatever. But her and the synth 80s synth stuff, uh, I gave it three stars. Uh, <laughs> next up is The Thing from 2011. Um, it's just another one of those uh, – shouldn't have been named The Thing. Uh, the CGI I have come to be okay with. It's not oh, great. but Oh, my God. You <laughs> – with those blasts on Turbo Kid, now you're okay with, oh, come on, man. You're killing me. <laughs> it looks um, like garbage. The CGI looks like garbage in this movie. Yeah, but I watched Ice Sharks and Planet of the Sharks and Shark the Sarapus. And, and so, I mean, they're not great. I get it. I, but <laughs> uh, Mary Elizabeth Winstead's okay in this. Um, it, it's a fine movie for what it is. Uh, it's nothing. Speaking of neckbeards, there's this movie with 15 indecipherable neckbearded people. Yes, I know. That's another thing is there are far too many people in the movie. Uh, it's just funny now that the remake has been, or whatever you want to want to call it, from Blumhouse has been announced. Now everybody's in an uproar. Oh, no, no, no. It's the thing 2011. is. It's actually a pretty good movie. I'm like, you all hated this movie when it came out. Yes, they did. And I'm like, I've always thought it was okay for what it was. Um, Me too. But anyway, uh, next up, Under the Skin. Uh, I'm almost done, by the way. Uh, actually, yeah, uh, after this, then it'll be back to you. Uh, Under the Skin is perfect. I watched it, and it's perfect. I, It's creepy. It's unsettling. It's one of those movies that lingers in your brain for... Uh, I'm still thinking about it. It's, it's the most unsexy movie with a naked Scarlett Johansson you could ever, ever possibly imagine. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, oh, just the baby on the beach. Oh, it's devastating. I, I hate watching that scene, but it's so effective. Um, and just the end. Uh, anyway, it's, it, for those of you that have not watched Under the Skin, get on that. That is cinema gold. I love that movie so much. So that's kind of the pinnacle of my sci-fi month is that's the best of the best right there. I I believe you, if you're especially watching Asylum shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, next up for me is Terminator 5, Genesis. Genesis. Uh, you know, every time I watch this, I get more defensive of it. I mean, defensive. No, fuck mm-hmm. you. This is a good movie. I enjoyed the shit out of it this time. Oh, man, that's fun. Um, I know why people don't like it, and I get it. It's not perfect and everything, but it, it did... It took some, it took some strides. It took some swings, you know, having the Terminator character be involved with Sarah for most of her life and then, uh, actually kind of developing feelings. And that's something that we see pay off in Terminator Dark Fate. Yeah. Uh, which I'm in the middle of watching right now. Tease for coming soon. Dark Fate is going to, I'll finish that up today, which is also quite enjoyable. It's, it's harder to judge because it's on a different timeline, but with Genesis, I, it just, fucking works for me, man. I don't... Ugh, it's so frustrating. I really feel like this is an example of a film that is people hated before they even went in because of the trailer. And mm-hmm. I I don't blame them. I hated the movie before I went in because of the trailer. And the trailer was so poorly cut and so misguided 
and it gives everything away in the movie. Oh, shame. Shame on whoever cut that trailer or who was forced to make it that way. Uh, I, I feel like they really ruined what could have been an interesting sequel to uh, this franchise that's been off the rails, honestly, since part three. Yeah. Back to you. I'm there with you, man. I, I totally dug Genesis. Uh, back to you. Uh, okay. And the very last one for me, uh, well, until I watched the other couple today, is Mutant Hunt from 1987. Uh, I feel like I watched this one. No, you did. You did. This was on a roulette for you. Is and... this one the one where guy's running around in his underwear? No, uh-huh. yeah, yeah, there's underwear in here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, this was pretty um, funny for the first half, yep. and then it yeah, yeah, oh, kind of just... went to shit in the second. But... Yep, lots of talking, yeah. talking in, in warehouses, warehouses again. Yep. We're back to warehouses, yep. <laughs> hey, I'll say this, for a shit roulette, I remember it, and I laughed yeah. a lot. <laughs> yeah, hour and 15 minutes wasn't good, but it was watchable. It was fine for what it was. Um, Mary Fahey was in this. Is that a relative, brother, or brother? Yeah, brother, yeah, uh, yeah, Mary Fahey is Jeff ba- Fahey's brother. Yeah, oh, Eugene. Uh, just, yeah, I'll leave it in. It's, it's, I deserve that. I deserve that goof. Maybe I wasn't even goofing. <laughs> Who's to judge? Yep. Back to you. <laughs> We're ending it on that? Oh, that's kind of sad now. Um, <laughs> and, oh, you want to know more about Mutant Hunt? Oh, no, no. I think we've covered it. I mean, yeah, how many stars? Oh, one, I think, maybe. Oh. <laughs> the, the scene oh. where he's in his underwear and just tearing that apartment to shreds and fighting yeah. somebody, that was worth the ticket price alone. Yeah, there are lots of, lots of karate kicks that you could tell were just <laughs> people from people that don't know how to karate kick. Yeah, I love that you're able to see, to see that now, to, to pick that out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you mm-hmm. know what I mean? Oh, yes. All the money went to, like, one robot thing that they were... that. His face was falling apart, and he had a, a Terminator type eye. And every all the other robots were just dudes in black with KY jelly smeared on their face and uh-huh. sunglasses. Yep, yep. yep. Oh, I remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've both now shared the experience. Beautiful. Uh, I look forward to you buying it on Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. No, I actually thought that as the movie was playing out, I'm like, uh, you know doing my workout in the morning watching that was the first thing i was doing this morning is watching that garbage and i'm like oh this movie isn't very good but boy give me a full star widescreen transfer vinegar syndrome style with i'm like maybe this is uh, maybe this is good <laughs> grunt grunt what did you uh-huh. watch it on uh tubi tv oh because i watched it on youtube and it was a terrible transfer oh yeah this was it was this was yeah it seemed like they like just smeared a whole bunch of like grits all over it just <laughs> this slimy waxy paste so i like that you're watching stuff on tubi now do you are you okay with the amount of commercials i am actually i i have like 35 to 40 movies on my queue list on there that i'm like I, they're not anywhere else i'm like i legit want to watch these movies i think that i had three commercial breaks but they did not last long and all of them had uh, the Gretel and Hansel trailer. So I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Actually, this is way better than the movie that I'm watching. So bring it on. Right. Cool. Uh, last for me is Star Trek Into Darkness, which I finished up this morning. And it continue. I continue to be more okay with it each time I watch it. It's good. It's got some really sweet action in it. But it also, kind of like the Total Recall remake, it, it touches on some things from, because uh, uh, it's a, kind of a remake of part two 
of the original part two, right? Yeah. Rathacon. That's what I was trying to look at. That's for. it. So, which I'm fine with it doing that. It just, I did feel like there were a couple of moments that you just could have let that slide and just not done that. And it would have been a fine reboot of Wrath of Khan. But because you went out of your way to do that, now I'm really looking at you and going, eh. Um, but it's still a great, great action movie. And Benedict Cumberbatch is just terrifying villain in it. Man, he, he just whips the shit out of those Klingons. Um, so, yeah, good movie. And that's cool. going to be it for me for this week. Okay, so where are we standing now as far as The totals? score for this week is 61 me to 59 you. Ooh. So it all comes down to today. <laughs> and we will Ooh. accept a half a movie in the morning. Yeah, that, that, that's where I'm at. You can't hit play on something, start the credits, and then finish it tomorrow. you yeah, gotta, you got to get halfway through it tonight. Yep, I I agree. Okay. Because I've got... Here's, here's the funny thing. See, I got your voodoo in my office. I got my voodoo in the living room. And I'm halfway through movies on both, depending on what's going on with the kids and the wife. And, you know, I'm... Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> I'm always watching something, but I never... Do, do you... Do you often sit down and just watch an entire movie by yourself? Straight through in one sitting? No, no, almost never. Yeah, me either. Well, that's married. That's married life right there. Oh, it is. Exactly. By the time the kids are finally done, and I'm, I mean, I'm, I'm lucky to get an hour. Every now and then I'll be able to get a whole movie in. Like Under the Skin, for example, is such a great movie that I was actually able to stay awake from it for it, but I still, I'm like, you know what? I'm, I'm an hour 20 in and I'm starting to feel a little bit tired, which means 30 seconds from now, I will be asleep drinking laps. So done, turn it off. So, but no, finishing movies, I do that in the theater. If I can, yeah. if I go to the movie theater, then I can watch a whole movie. Otherwise, no. I did that with Genesis the other day where I had, I mean, I had an hour left. I was just kind of watching it. And then the wife, I watched something with her and then she got tired, went to bed. And was like, ah, I'll watch a couple more minutes of this before I switch to something that I'm actually going to fall asleep to. And I got so into it that I stayed up and watched the whole thing. And then it was midnight till I went to bed, which is way past my bedtime. Uh, so I was shot the next day. Uh-huh. Hey, fellow movie freaks, what's happening? This is uh, TJ, and I am checking in for Sci-Fi-a-thon 2020. Uh, it's been a few weeks since the last time that I talked to you guys, and um, I've watched a pile of films since then, so... Let's get right to it. Uh, continuing on, um, I, at the, the last time I had talked to you guys, I had, uh, been watching the Planet of the Apes films, the originals, and I still had a couple left, so I'm gonna kick it, uh, this section of reviews off with 1972's Conquest of the Planet of the Apes. Um, out of the Planet of the Apes sequels, this has been my favorite so far. I was surprised at how dark this one was and the social commentary that it had. I give it three and a half out of five stars. Um, just like last time, I'm kind of not going to spend a lot of time on this, but just kind of touch base a little bit. Um, up next was a film called The Dawn Seeker uh, from 2018. This one looked like it was either made for TV uh, like a sci-fi channel type deal or a pilot for a show that never took off. It tried to cram way too much into the allotted time 
It was too all over the place, and the tone felt as though it should have been more intense. But uh, it rushes and never gets there. Instead, it's it's a jumbled mess. I give it one and a half out of five stars. So closing out the Planet of the Apes, the original five Planet of the Apes films, is uh, 1973's Battle for the Planet of the Apes. Not bad, but definitely the weakest of the series. I still thought it was pretty enjoyable, though, overall. Um, I give that two and a half out of five stars. After that was from Tron Legacy from 2010. Um, I'd only watched this one once before. And uh, at the time, I remember not caring for it that much. So, after revisiting the original Tron, I decided to give this another shot. I definitely liked it more this time around. The sound is amazing, and I really dug the visual aesthetics. I thought the performances were solid overall. Um, the one area I felt it lacked a bit was the story, but overall, it's a, a solid film. I give it three and a half out of five stars. Up next from 2013 is Elysium. I think that's how you say that. Uh, I like this one. was pretty solid overall. Thought the acting was good and visually right on par with uh, the director's other works. I gave it a three and a half out of five. Up next, uh, Cyberzone, also known as Droid Gunner from 1995. This is the kind of uh, direct TV flick I grew up running and loving. Or direct video flick I, I grew up running and loving. Uh, it's cheesy but entertaining. Definitely brings me back to the good old video store days. And lastly for this week is uh, Spaced Invaders from 1990. Um, I used to love this one a lot when I was younger. But I haven't seen this in... Probably close to 30 years. Um, this is one of those films that definitely did not hold up for me. Even with nostalgia goggles on, it was pretty bad and hard to watch. Uh, I gave it a one and a half out of five. And that's wrapping it up for my uh, check-in. And I will be checking in with you guys again on uh, next week's episode to kind of close everything out. So, movie freaks. <laughs> but that's the way it goes. Okay, we got to do coming soon and wrap up so I can take a shower and go to work. Okay. Okay. Um, first up for me, I will, uh, when I have more time and our things are working better, I will review Gretel and Hansel. I saw that last night. I will review that on the next episode. Uh, also going to be reviewing the, I think the Soska sisters, is that their names? I think they made, uh, David Cronenberg's rabid remake. And, uh, that's what actually one, I watched half of it last night and, uh, it's great so far. So is this a new movie? It, yeah, this is a brand new movie uh-huh. and I'm, yeah, so I'm hoping to watch the last, well, yeah, and it's going to count for sci-fi. I'm going to watch the last half tonight, but so far, so really good. And um, I've got uh, the Garbage Pale Kids movie. I'm going to be watching that here oh, soon. Oh, that's good. Good <laughs> luck. Good luck to you, sir. Uh-huh. I like that you can't ever 
stop watching a movie you start and good luck oh great is it that oh great i I watched a half an hour of it and it's like i can't i just can't with this that bad huh and that was in the last couple of years (laughs) oh man oh okay well wonderful um so there's that that i'm going to be wasting my life on did you buy it on Uh, uh yeah i did (laughs) well here's why here's why because uh, Scream Factory announced yep. that they are discontinuing it, so it is going to become rare and collectible. So I'm like, oh, bye. Yeah. Uh huh. There's uh-huh. a reason they're discontinuing it. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> yep, it's collector's edition with slip, slip cover and everything. Hey, maybe you'll love it. I don't know what. I, what do I know? I didn't review it because I never finished it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll we'll see soon. Um, and I'm going to try to watch uh, the uh, either Bad Boys for Life or. That Guy Ritchie movie, the gentleman. I'm gonna try and get that watched because I would really like to watch one of the other, one of the other in the theater. Uh, but we'll see. I don't know if I get to it. I get to it because again, I'm to, I'm to the point where I know that the the theater experience is usually shitty, but I know when I go to the theater, I'm actually gonna be able to sit through the ent- entire movie. <laughs> right. So I get you. There you there you go. Oh, and Elsa, She Wolf of the SX, coming soon. <laughs> coming again. Coming, coming all again. Over. Yes. Uh, I'm going to finish up Terminator Dark Fate today. Uh, Under the Skin. I wanted that to be my closer, so I might get that started tonight. Probably finish tomorrow. uh, Unless I can get through it tonight. And I might have to check out that Dark Breed and that Piranha remake. Those kind of, uh... That might be my day today. I'm going to go... I'm going to go try and work half a day since it's all overtime, but I'll probably end up working till fuck knows. And then... Yeah. There you go. Coming soon. <laughs> so I think that you're still going to be able to pull out a win, but I, I made a pretty valiant comeback, didn't I? Massive comeback, especially in this last week and a half. I almost ran out of paper. I'm on my last line here. Yep, I mean, you've I'm... watched 23 things in the last week and a half. Yeah, I uh, for me, I, I'm like, okay, one early in the morning and then one, at, and I would just kind of keep rotating over and over. But do you and feel it, like you're totally shredded on sci-fi? No, I'm actually not. I actually was like, oh, I kind of wish I would have got uh, Spielberg's War of the Worlds in yet. But it, I needed to just get off of those garbage sci-fi asylum movies because it just wrecked the beginning of this yeah, for me. Yeah, I've been through the horror-thon now how many years? I'm te- I've am tried to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think what we'll do in January, we probably won't do this. We won't do sci-fi-a-thon, but maybe pick a different genre every year and just kind of crack out on those yeah that'd be that'd be interesting i think i think yeah i i think so too i i, I towards the end i'm like yeah you know what i'm okay with with this cool uh, um, yeah what <laughs> oh. okay we got to wrap this up i oh, gotta get yeah. out of here i was hoping to be done to my 10 15 and it's 20 till okay 11. uh <laughs> oh i i <laughs> I will see you next time. <laughs> Bye. Oh, 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 I wanted to make it awkward in your, oh, your it's, ending thing. It's so fucking awkward. Why are you not awkward right now? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll hit stop now. Or did you already? Are okay. You okay. Are we ready to stop? Can we stop, yes. please? Please. Yes. Three, two, one, stop. Go. Done. Done. Yes, done. Thanks for listening.
Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash moviefreakspod on Twitter at moviefreakspod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.